Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David will continue his Bible study from the book of Colossians. In chapter 4, verse 2 of Colossians, Paul says, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. This theme runs right through scripture, watching, praying, with thanksgiving. Faithfulness in prayer. There is a big responsibility for us in this. Paul says here in verse 3. Pray for us, that God may open a door for our message, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. We are urged to pray in the Spirit, at all times, and on every occasion. To stay alert, and be persistent in our prayers, for all believers everywhere. Before David ministers today's word, we want to thank you for your continuing support of this ministry. Visit our website, eurovision.org.uk, to read how we continue to help so many people. We have to understand heaven is a place of reward. Now, I, I don't hear people talking about this yet. They're talking about being saved and the glory of heaven and all that and so on. But heaven is a place of reward. Scripture is clear. Jesus is clear. Jesus speaks about it very strongly. Heaven is a place of reward. Now, it doesn't mean we all do the same things. And, and, and if I can put it in my situation, Okay, so I've been an evangelist all my life, even uh, winning the boys to, to Christ when I was in school. And yes, I've, uh, I've seen, yes, the fulfillment of ministry. I believe that God called me to Europe. I believe that God called me to, uh, very specifically to those former communist countries. And I served the Lord as faithfully as I could, as hard as I could. Um, even to the extent of going into prison and suffering. I, I, four times I, uh, somebody tried to assassinate me, very seriously. On one occasion, they, they, they didn't kill me. They did kill somebody else. But, you know, I was serving the Lord with all my heart. But let me bring this to you. I don't get in that sense, a bigger record, uh, uh, reward simply because I did more. My reward is on my faithfulness in the job that I'm called to do. And you, even if your job is small and to some insignificant, yet your reward is not on the size of what you do. Your reward is in the sense of the faithfulness in whatever he's called you to do. Whether you're a teacher, whether you're in nursing, whether you're just working as an employee, it is the faithfulness in what God has put in our hands. The talents. I mean, the one with ten talents only doubled it in, in the kingdom. The one with five talents only doubled it in the kingdom. The one with one who buried it in the ground lost everything. So, while I'm emphasizing, the scripture is very clear on this. The reward is faithfulness in what God gives us to do. But then, of course, it goes on. Uh, because if you turn into chapter 4, this is quite interesting. And I'm actually going to quote now from the 
new international version because it says here, masters provide your slaves. Uh-uh, did you get that? Masters provide your slaves what is right and fair because you know that you also have a master in heaven. Now, it's very interesting because the New International Version, even in the previous chapter, and verse 22, doesn't call them servants. He calls them slaves. And it's quite interesting because if you turn a bit further on in chapter 4, you do come to this. Um, let me just go on. Well, let me just go on. Uh, firstly, to say in verse 2 of chapter 4, Paul is saying, continue in prayer and watching the same with thanksgiving. Now, this is running right through Scripture, this watching faithfulness in prayer. And uh, there's a big responsibility in this. And then in verse 3, he says, praying also for us that God would open to us a door. And I like in the New International Version, it says, pray for us that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I'm in chains. So there must be constant prayer from you, and even for me, and I'm going to ask you to pray for me. I'm going to put this on you now, those of you who are listening to me. Pray for me, because just like Paul, I need prayer that God will open doors you know, the, the miracle about ministry is this, that, yes, God called me to Russia uh, under communism, 30 years under communism, and more than 30 years since. But right now, the door in Russia is closed for a start because of the war in the Ukraine. Uh, I, I can't go. I can't get a visa. I'm not, you know, British people, uh, we're not allowed into Russia. And also, I know that the churches are under persecution because even in the recent years when I've been working there, it was very difficult to, to rent even a public hall. Uh, the law actually said you could only speak if you're in a registered church building. Uh, okay, yes, friends of mine would sometimes break the law and, and so on. But... The restrictions came in. I saw the restrictions came in. And it does open up this fact that the whole emphasis of the teaching of Jesus and the teaching of the apostles is of a limited time to preach the gospel. And there, this is absolutely clear. I mean, when the Lord showed me in 1988, um, when I had the East-West conferences in Karlsruhe, that the Iron Curtain would open. Right from the beginning, it was clear it would not remain open forever. That's why I threw so much in. You know that I took 400 people to Siberia for three months, and I, I went back again for three months, simply because I was throwing everything in while the door was open. The result is churches were planted, people were converted, and so on. But right now, that door is closed, even in the Ukraine. Uh, we cannot, obviously, because of the war. We can't evangelize openly because you can't draw big crowds of people 
um, because of the threat of the, uh, of, of the shelling. Yes, churches are keeping open, but that's different. Churches are, but those are Christians, and they, they have, to, have to safeguard the situation. But oh, I know some churches have been closed. I mean, I was, it was through my ministry that, for example, in Kherson in Ukraine, which at the moment is a, a battlefield because the Ukrainians are taking it back from the Russians. But the pastor, who's my friend, had to flee with his family through the fields because his name was on the wanted list to kill him. And the result, that church is suffering. I, I preached in, in another place, Slavyansk, where the church in 2014 was overrun, but by a miracle, in answer to prayer, the, the, the Russians left. But in other words, what I'm saying is, there is a time when God opens a door. And that's why, because my life is ordered by the Lord and everything was planned before I was born, my name was known and my job was planned, that's what the scripture says. The scripture is clear, because the scripture is clear that before sin came into the world, salvation was created. And Jesus Christ is referred to as the Lamb of God, the sacrifice for sin, but slain, in essence, before the world was formed. In other words, God knew that sin would come and he prepared a way of escape. So God does know the future. And what I'm trying to show you here is that even Paul is having to say, look, I'm going to face difficulties. Pray that God will open the doors. And I'm challenging those of you, pray that God will open the doors. Yes. As I talk to you, I'm going to Kazakhstan. Yeah, why? Because of the problems in the whole of that region. And I'm gathering together for prayer the leaders from the whole region. I don't know how many different countries all around that area. Because God has opened a new mission field for me in Central Asia. And then in November, this is October I'm talking about, the end of September, and in November, then we're having a massive crusade in a big stadium in Georgia. This, yes, you see, God opens doors. When one door closes, the scripture says, he opens another. And it's, that's been my experience. After more than 70 years of ministry, David Hathaway has proved that God answers prayer. Through his book, The Power of Faith, David wants to show how you too can live in the fullness of the power of God. God's fire has been burning in David's soul, a passion to see the power of God demonstrated on earth. And he wants to pass this fire, this passion, onto you. This book is the amazing testimony of the faith which has sustained him all his life and a demonstration of what God can do through you when you believe and act in faith. Order David's book, The Power of Faith, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting Eurovision .org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God.
David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.